I love a beautiful lawn. You love a beautiful lawn. Everybody loves a beautiful lawn, but they don't love how long it takes and how difficult it can be. And that is where True Green comes into play because it's the easiest and most affordable way to get that beautiful lawn. Let's be real. You've got plenty of other things to do in your free time than focus on your lawn care. So let True Green take care of all of that hard work while you get to do everything else that you want to do like go play golf. Here's what you need to do. Visit truegreen.com. Okay. It allows you to do you let them do the lawn care. And if you visit truegreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people, that is all guaranteed. You can trust true green to give you the best lawn because they are the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA tour. They offer a satisfaction guarantee and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. It's truegreen.com. Get started now. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. First cut. Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, joined today by the well-read Patrick McDonald. Patrick, your background, which uh, for those of you who are not watching on YouTube, is a, a luxurious library, actually sparks uh, quite good conversation before we start these. Yeah, it does. Uh, what's going on, fellas? Good to, good to see you guys, and uh, pretty excited to talk about this Butterfield Bermuda championship just rolls right off the tongue butterfield bermuda (laughs) kyle porter is here kp good to see you butterfield is such a i think i think the shotgun star guys did this but what 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 is their company what what is the company what is butterfield I know the answer. Do they make tell butter? You or do you want to guess? Maybe we did this last year on this podcast. We've done this. Pa- Patrick, do you know or do you want to do you want to take a guess? Uh, it's a uh, I think it's a neighborhood. Are they in Derry? A neighborhood? What does that yeah, even just, What does that even mean? It's just like a part of town in Bermuda. Oh, uh, like the uh, upper so like the <laughs> upper so we, if we put this could be like the Upper West Side Championship. Exactly. <laughs> Beverly Hills Open. The Tribeca Open. Yeah, that's yeah. my guess. That's I have that's no what idea. Going with. Yeah, that's out of the box. That's I, aren't they, I, I want to say they're like a financial services company. It's a bank. It's okay. A Bermuda-based Close. bank started by Nathaniel Butterfield. Sure. That's a have you read his? Have you read his biography, Patrick? We were just talking about books. Uh, it, it's like next on my docket. Uh, Nathaniel Butterfield. What, 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 how do you choose biography? So we were talking, we were kind of joking, but then we actually started seriously talking about books. What, what, how do you choose a biography? You said you read some biographies, you, you, you like people's stories. How do you, how do you pick one? Completely random. Uh, okay. mostly they're recommended to me from like, okay. uh, this Eric Wehen Meyer, uh, blind guy. He's like 
summit at Everest. Uh, this one's about his journey through the Grand Canyon. And then I've done, you know, Trebek. I was a big Jeopardy guy. So I had to read his. Next on the docket is probably Andre Agassi. I'm pretty interested. I've heard that Just one's about good. him. Open? So, yeah. The, the, the open book? Yeah. It's, I read it earlier this year. It's phenomenal. The writing's unbelievable. So he actually didn't, uh, this is probably always true, but he didn't write it, but he, he also talks in there about how he didn't write it and like his relationship with the writer, which I feel like doesn't really happen. And the, whoever, I can't remember the guy's name who wrote it. it he's an unreal writer. It, it's, it's fantastic. Really so does good. The writer is writing about the relationship that he has with the person who's being shown. It's like a, that's a very meta. Yeah. It's, it's situation. weird because because normally with stuff like that, like if if uh, uh, Dustin Johnson came, it's <laughs> probably a bad example. If uh, Jordan <laughs> Spieth came out with a biography, it would be written by like one of us, but you wouldn't, you would never know that it was like nobody would ever mention our name, right? Yeah, right. But in at the end of it, Agassi talks about the guy that or he, he actually might've written about the guy who wrote it. Uh, and so, and it's just like, it's, yeah, it, it's a really cool, uh, look at his life and, um, kind of like all the weird stuff that went on in it. I was, okay. I was telling you the book that just arrived from Amazon for me is Tom Doak's architecture book. Yeah. Which, which one? Cause he's got, he's got a couple. It's called the anatomy of a golf course. Okay. I've heard Which good I think things. it's like, I'm pretty sure that's like, like, Hey, if you want to get into this, this is like one Oh one, like here's yeah. a great intro. So we were in Scotland this summer and I was with, um, with Brendan Porath and Andy Johnson who were at the fried egg and Andy's and Porath and I are not architecture geeks and, and Andy's really into it. And we were in a bookstore and I picked up Doak's, uh, it's like the little red book of golf architecture. I think yeah. it's what it's called. And Andy said, you should read that if you want to get into golf architecture more. And so I bought it and I, I finished it a couple, probably about a month ago. And it's really interesting. I mean, it, it's just golf architecture is so weird in that, it's a world that you like all three of us are, we're immersed in the golf world all the time. And yet you read about golf, golf architecture and you're like, are they, are we talking about the same stuff here? Like, are we talking about the, the world that I'm also in? Right. It's just, it's almost like a, it's almost like a world within a world. And I learned a ton. Doke is, is, um, he can be a little bit arrogant about his takes, which I think is probably the sign of a good art golf architect, like very confident about the direction that he goes in. And he, uh, he's very adamant about making like bringing everybody into the same, like, like making a, a golf course harder for pros, but easier for people like us. And so mm -hmm. I, I don't know what I'm trying to say. They're normalizing the golf course for everybody. And so it makes it, um, kind of the same level of difficulty to play for everybody, which I think is interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated by it. I know very little and there's things that I see and I'm like, I don't, I wish I knew more about it. So I'm looking forward to jumping in. Yeah. I see this Tom Doak's little red book of golf course architecture. Okay. That'll be next on the list. It's these little, like almost blog posts, like little vignettes about just different things that he's seen and worked on and everything. All right. 
Very cool. Um, well, I'm going to now transition us to the first cut uh, podcast. We should have the first cut book club, and once a month we get together and we tell the we tell the listeners, "Hey, go grab this book. You've got a month to read it, and we're going to do a book club." I've I've got a list. I try to read I don't know twenty to thirty books a year, and. Uh, you know, a lot of them this year have been about golf. I read the Tiger biography. I read um, Shipnuck's Phil biography. There was a Tiger Phil thing by Bob Herrig. But normally I try to get outside of golf, read some fiction, read some other stuff. I think it informs, hopefully informs my writing and just the way that right. I'm kind of thinking about stuff inside of golf. Uh, we don't have books, but we've got merch, baby, and it's 20% <laughs> off first cut merch for the rest of the year if you're watching on youtube that square that black and white square that's a qr code scan that with your phone watch what happens take you right to the store use the promo code first cut 20 uh there is also a link in both the audio and video versions of the podcast i've said it once i've said it a million times it's tumblers and water bottles and stickers and long sleeve tees and everything else you could possibly imagine with that beautiful first cut logo on it and now 20 percent off for the rest of the year bermuda uh Patrick, if you'll indulge me for a second, I'd like to play meteorologist for a bit. And uh, Troy, if you could share my screen. Okay. This is a radar. Um, are we in agreement that we can see that this is the United States and ever, all the storms around it? We agree on uh, yes. That? Okay. Yeah, Looks yeah. like some some action down in my neck of the woods. Yeah. You, you, you doing okay? Is that... Is that- <laughs> well, I was supposed to play in a golf tournament yesterday and I'd never play golf and it got, it just, just, we got dumped on all day. It was, it was terrible. Yeah. Well, you're going to get more on Friday apparently. Cause that's what we're looking at here. So, um, if I scan over here to the Atlantic, you see this massive storm and this massive storm, which is getting stronger and look at these circular winds. That's, uh, not quite a hurricane yet. Not quite a tropical storm yet, a tropical depression. And if I keep zooming in, look how small this little island of Bermuda is. Yeah, it's 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 there, believe it or not. This is Bermuda. Port Royal is on the west side of this island. The forecast, not great, Patrick. They are going to get absolutely smoked by this thing. And there are thunderstorms in the forecast uh, literally every day for like the next 12 days. Rick, we got to put you in front of uh, a green screen here. Not just me. We got to get you on your feet and moving. Yeah, I, I got to be able to move around. And uh, I need a giant touch screen is what I need. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we were talking beforehand. You know, maybe they don't get 72 holes in uh, just because, like you said, uh, the weather does not look great. And then obviously there's I feel like there's always travel issues to this tournament for players. I think Bryce Garnett came out today saying he doesn't have his golf clubs yet. I'm sure he's not the only one. I swear it happens Jonathan every single Bird. year. Jonathan Bird does not have his golf clubs yet. There, Yeah, it's a, it's a good week to kind of scour these guys' Instagram, Twitters, see, uh, see who they're complaining about, which airline they're complaining about. Uh, but yeah, I think betting-wise, if you want to go live, you know, some live bets is probably the way to go just so you can kind of get a, a feel for this weather. How do you get to Bermuda? Like, can is it? I assume is through it, Miami. Okay, right. So there's not like a there's not like a Vegas to Bermuda flight. <laughs> there's a there are direct flights to and from Vegas for basically everywhere. I doubt there is. Well, I'll tell you what. If you want to vamp for two minutes, I'll find out how you get there. I think I'm pretty. 
level with them here in Charleston. I wonder if that's uh that's a way. All right, here we go. Las Vegas like, to Bermuda. Sail over there, Patrick. Swim. Uh, the, best, <laughs> yeah. the best flight available, the shortest route, will get me there in 10 hours and 47 minutes, but I have a stop in CLT, which is Charlotte. Charlotte. That's kind of brutal. Like if you're if you're Mav McNeely at the Jupiter of the West, you got to get to Bermuda. He's not, I don't think he's playing, but if he was, that's that's – that's that's a tough one. A lot of them stop through Charlotte or Miami. American okay. basically goes through Miami for the Charlotte. most part. Or but yeah, Charlotte's a big Charlotte or Miami is basically where how you get there. That's a good one to have the, the net jets for. Problem is, I don't think anybody in this field makes enough to <laughs> to do the net jets. Yeah, that's that's the the big uh, <laughs> the big elephant in the room here. The strength of fields of one twenty six. Denny McCarthy's your favorite. Uh, Seamus Power is in the field. Aaron Rye near the top of the betting board. This is not Patrick. A I haven't added up the PGA Tour or worldwide victories in this field yet, but I could I could probably count them on my fingers and toes. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> never good when when John Daly's in the field as well. Uh, you know, outside the PGA Championship, obviously, when he typically takes a lead yeah. after a few holes, but. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not great, but honestly, like I look at the top of this odds board and the first thing that comes to mind is the back end of the European Ryder Cup team for some reason. I think there's, you know, four guys in this field that potentially may have a chance to be on that team in Italy. And, you know, Luke Donald's in this field as well. Maybe that kind of urged some of these guys to come over here because for Europe, you I, I want to say you have like seven, I don't want to say locks, but pretty much guaranteed to be on that team. And there's five spots for, I'd say probably 10 to 15 guys for Italy. And I think, uh, you know, while this might not be a big week for, you know, golf fans, most people, the Bermuda championships, like a standalone real tournament. Now you get 500 FedEx cup points, you get into the major championships, you get into the players, the tournament of champions. It's a big week for these guys. And uh, I think the Ryder cup might be on some players' minds as well. Yeah. I, I gotta say, I gotta say a couple of things here. One, so the the strength of field is exactly equivalent to this year's Irish Open, which was not great. Uh, it's just better than the Albertsons Boise Open presented by Chevron, which is a corn ferry event. It's a hell of a name. Yeah, that's not that's not good. Uh, two. <laughs> I lost my train of thought here. What, That's, you know what I always do is, so I don't think you actually did it, but you said I have a couple of things to say. I found that I used to say, okay, three things. And then I would forget whatever the third one is. So I stopped saying, okay, I have two things or I have three things. I just say, I have a couple of things or I have a few yeah, things. That's, that's, I used to find myself doing it all the time. That's wise. Um, Come come back to me. I'll remember right. it. Well, listen, I'm sorry. It's, it's not the strongest field, Patrick. Let's let's circle back. Lucas Herbert won this event uh, last year, so he gets all the all the goodness out of it. They elevated this event. I, I shouldn't say elevated because we use that word differently uh, now, but now it does get the full 500 FedEx Cup points. So somebody's going to make there. You go. That's that's what I was going to say. I, why I don't understand how this has the same number of FedEx Cup points as. The Phoenix Open or 
uh i don't know pick the the what else is up there genesis genesis gets more i think he gets more i think it's like 550 which is still so do uh, do all these elevated events get more than 500 well that i don't know but i know i think last year uh, genesis was already like (laughs) it's so confusing yeah it was already one of the it was like that in memorial or whatever and api i think rick yeah but you look at Phoenix, you look at Farmers, you look at Charles Schwab, Travelers. These are good. Fe- these are like legit PGA Tour fields. I can't I can't be having those get the same number of or, or the same amount of rewards in terms of FedEx Cup points, Masters invites as the Bermuda. Like the, it, you, you can't you can't make those things equivalent. Now, you could say, well. Rory and Spieth could play in the Bermuda. Well, I mean, yeah, so could Tiger. It's not going to, it doesn't mean it's going to happen. You know, like there has to be some level of, um, like if, if, if it, if it's a meritocracy, you have to, you have to make it to where it's, it's staggered. It can't, it can't be all the same. And the other thing is like, part of the reason we're in this whole mess to begin with, with live is, and I won't go too long on this because anyway, I actually want to talk about the Bermuda, but it's just such you, you don't you don't need it. Like you, there doesn't need to be forty seven events, you know. And I think that functionally, there's going there's not like it's not going to be it, well already, but even more so next year when you have the the top players playing the top eighteen seventeen events, everything else drops down a tier, so it, it functionally won't be on the like there will be two different tours. And I just, uh, you can continue having it. I just don't know, I guess, necessarily why you need to make it or call it a PGA Tour event. Sorry, yeah, I that's, agree. that's and, my soapbox. No, I think it kind of goes back to what Rory said last week. It's like, it's okay to not have a tournament every week and to have people miss it. Like, no offense to the guys in the field this week and, you know, the Butterfield family and the Bermuda Championship, but... <laughs> No one's going to miss this tournament if it's not on the schedule. You know, my thing, just uh, make it worth 1,500 FedEx Cup points and see who shows up. In, in inverse the FedEx Cup points to to the strength of field. No, you're gonna burn guys out. This is like the NFL trying to play a 19 game schedule. It's not gonna end well. It might be good for a year. I, I it 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 just it frustrates me that. It seems like, and I, and I, I've heard. I don't know if this is actually true, but it seems like tour executives are incentivized to create as many tournaments as possible for all their players. And it's like, yeah, man, that is. Um, it, I get why you're doing that. It's it's exhausting though, as a fan, as it, it just it. I feel like you, you, the Rory thing, like you got to give people, this is college football secret sauce. You give people nine months away and it's like, I am, I cannot wait for college football. Right. And with this, it's like every single week and you're like, Oh, we got three weeks until tournament of champions all of a sudden. And you didn't have any time off. You didn't, it it just, it, it doesn't from a business standpoint, I don't think it makes a ton of sense. I think functionally, and we'll move on. We do have a hard out today. Um, yeah. I think functionally, Patrick, this will be the last year this is this weird because I think next year it's going to be very clearly two separate tours 
within one when the fall is apparently for reseeding and reshuffling and jet, they go back to like the January season uh, or the calendar year season. I think this is just now the most awkward time we've had and the most awkward event that we've had in the most awkward time. Exactly. This time next year, it'll be like, I don't want to say like junior varsity, but the PJ tour JV guys duking it out, you know, trying to get their status back and everything. Uh, and the main guys, you know, Rory, Ram and the rest of the gang will just, you know, be gearing up for January tournament of champions. I think that's right. And I think that's which is, which is how good. It should be. Yeah. Yeah. Or they'll play their DP world tour events that they want to play. And yeah. That'll be that. And it'll uh, be a clear distinction. It'll be a clear hierarchy of like right. what matters and what doesn't. So, right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, here's what we're going to do. We got, uh, we have to do our best bets. We've got to talk about live. They have their championship this week. Uh, but first we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Did you know that more than 75% of Americans will experience foot pain in their lifetime, but only 10% will seek out a solution for that pain. Those numbers do not add up to me. And I know it can be confusing the biomechanics of the foot, the bones, the muscles, everything in between, but solving foot pain is simple. And that's where super feet comes into play. These super feet insoles go into your shoes, give your feet comfort and support where they need it the most and redistribute the forces that reduce both stress and strain through your entire body, not just your feet. Insoles have been uh, phenomenal for me uh, personally, and they are clinically proven to decrease fatigue, reduce injury, and improve comfort. I can attest to that myself, especially when walking uh, a lot of golf holes that I play. So if you feel good, you play good, you look good, everything works out from there and it starts from the bottom up. Visit superfeet.com and enter promo code FIRST at checkout for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. It's a really fine line creating workout clothes that are great in the gym and workout clothes that are also great to look at outside the gym. And Viore has threaded that needle. They are designed to work out in, but they don't look like it. They don't feel like it. And it's incredibly comfortable stuff, whether you are running, training, swimming, doing yoga, running errands, lounging around the house. It really doesn't matter. These are versatile clothes. You'll find me often in the men's Sunday performance jogger because I, I like the jogger situation that goes on down at the bottom, but they're very comfortable. Uh, they've got a little bit of a shorter inseam, so they're not as bulky as, as other pants or other joggers that I have seen out there. And I've really enjoyed how they work both in and out of the gym. So now here's what you can do for four, our listeners, uh, first time purchasers are getting 20% off. All you have to do is go to viori.com slash first. That's V-U-O-R-I.com slash first. Again, not only will you receive 20% off your first order, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75. And here's my favorite part, free returns. Yeah, go check it out. Viori.com slash first and discover the versatility of Viori clothing. And we're back. Best bets, our little uh, first cut moneymaker challenge here. So this is where we take 100 little nuggets over to Caesar Sportsbook and we scour every square pixel and we find a matchup, a finishing position and a couple outrights that we like. Troy, do we have the season standings? There we go. Uh, KP making his way closer to even. Patrick making his way further from even. Hey, Tom Kim's not in the field. So you're, you're uh, somebody has to recount. 
Somebody asked if you had Tom Kim's biography on that bookshelf yet. Uh, it, it, yeah, it, it's on the list given, uh, the shellacking he's given me this past month. <laughs> I think you should write it, Patrick. I P- think now P- that you, PWC <laughs> you should have to write it after losing a matchup against them every week. Yeah. Uh, yeah for free. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, let's start with our matchups. Patrick, uh, I, I can't wait any longer. Spare us, you know, spare us the suspense and tell us who your matchup is this week. Uh, have you guys ever watched, uh, the Simpsons, you know, like the theme song where, uh, you know, Lisa's playing the saxophone, Bart's in detention, rides a skateboard off, and then Homer's in the nuclear power plant. It's like three days without an accident. I'm going on 21 days without a winning bet. (laughs) Three straight tournaments. (laughs) So if we had, if we had a counter in the, in our workspace, in our shared workspace, it would say 21 days since Patrick's last winner. 21 days. Um, so we're looking to Will Flash Gordon minus one ten over Nick Taylor uh, to get off the schneid here. Uh, Will Gordon's been great, kind of to the end his Corn Ferry Tour season last summer into this year as well. Long and straight off the tee, which I like. His irons are good. Gained three strokes at the Shriners, uh, and kind of when zooming out a bit, he's just you know a better player than Nick Taylor over the long term as well. I know Nick Taylor had a couple nice starts to begin this season, but he kind of struggles to piece it all together and. You know, as a toss-up, minus 110, I'm going with Will Gordon. 21 days. I was trying to find an animal that had a lifespan of 21 days, and I couldn't find one. I couldn't find one quickly enough. (laughs) Uh, I'll come back to that. How long are goldfish living these days? Sorry. From the fair, mine never made it 21 days. I'll tell you that. Okay, fair enough. enough. Uh, KP, you are going with Mark Hubbard over Adrian Moronk. You're picking on a DP World Tour guy. Yep, homeless hubs. Um he he's been playing good golf you know he played well at sanderson uh could have won that and i think i got a little bit wrapped up in something that you talked about i think on sunday rick which was this course being good for shorter hitters and so a lot of what i ended up doing was finding guys that were playing well but also shorter off the tee and so that's how i ended up with hubbard russell knox uh lucas glover uh, all in these picks, but all that to say, I, I like Hubbard over uh, over Morant this week in the matchup. Minus one twenty, a tsetse fly, a small winged insect found in Africa's lifespan is only fourteen to twenty one days. We've had an entire generation since the last time Patrick won a bet. Tough, tough scene. Uh, I'm going with Aaron Rye <laughs> over Seamus Power. Aaron Rye even money over Seamus Power. Uh, Rye decent ball striker. Uh, Seamus Powers lost strokes on approach in seven straight. It's a disaster zone for Seamus. I don't know if he gets it figured out this week. I'm going with Aaron Rye, who also um, those iron covers will ensure that his clubs don't get wet. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Now that's a handicap. Seamus, uh, Seamus, like, I don't know if this is good for Team Europe, but he could legitimately be on the Ryder Cup team. Just to reference what what Patrick was talking about earlier, if there are a lot of guys, Moronk uh, could be on the Ryder cup team again. I don't know if that's a good thing for Europe, but it's certainly in play for, for some of those guys that uh, are some of those European guys that are in this field. Uh, Aaron Rye also always wears two gloves. So we'll be right at home with his rain gloves this <laughs> week. Uh, finishing position, 30 bucks on any finishing position that we want. KP, who have you gone with and for what position? 
Yeah, I got Russell Knox top 20. He's been playing pretty well. He was more so a play on this golf course. He's finished in the top 20 each of the last three, or I think the only three years uh, at the the Butterfield, at the Nicholas Butterfield Championship. And uh, I liked the number, plus 160 to finish in the top 20. So that's Russell Knox. Uh, Maybe some of the best form coming in. Patrick, based on the fields that he's played in, because he's played some better events, goes to your guy to finish inside the top 20. Who is it? Adam Shank, 2-1, to T16 at the Zozo in a pretty good field. uh, Was near the top after the first day, kind of fizzled out a bit, and then T12 at the Shriners. uh, Finished T26 here a couple years ago and kind of a sneaky good coastal record. uh, And eight starts between here, uh, Corrales and Puerto Rico. Never missed a cut. Three top 20s. Iron plays uh, looking pretty sharp. So two to one for a top 20 for Mr. Adam Shank. Give it to me. Ah, I have Adam Shank as one of my outrights. We'll get to that in just a second. But I went with uh, the well-decorated Arizona State Sun Devil, Kevin Yu, to finish inside the top 20, plus 300. He's gained over 12 strokes ball striking in his 10 rounds this season. He's second to only John Rahm in a variety of Arizona State record books uh i'll go with kevin Yu to finish on the first two pages of the leaderboard for three to one kevin Yu, uh best ball striker in this field over the last 20 rounds i i i looked at it i looked at it hard but i i don't know it, <laughs> you also saw a, you also saw the putter <laughs> well it's a small sample it's 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 not a it's not a there's not a ton of data there you know it's it's just hard to you know, am I looking at one great round? Am I looking at it's, it's just hard to kind of determine with guys like that. Uh, I'll just knock out mine real quick because I already mentioned it for the outrights. 10 on Adam Shank at 40 to 1 and 10 on Robbie Shelton, who is kind of the underrated corn fairy guy who won twice since the summer and he's played well in his first handful of starts here on the PGA Tour. So I'm taking a 35 to 1 Robbie Shelton, a 40 to 1 Adam Shank. Uh, we'll circle this back to you, Patrick, for your two outrights, please. Yeah, Brandon Wu, uh, really good off the tee. He hasn't lost strokes in that category since the Honda Classic. Uh, he's 50 to 1, three straight made cuts. Hasn't really had any help from his iron play, but you know, hopefully the short game can be enough and the iron play can be half decent to kind of propel him up the leaderboard. Really good around the green. And speaking of coastal record, uh, him last year, T2 in Mexico, T3 in Puerto Rico, T6 at the Scottish Open. Uh, I think there's something brewing there. And then Chesson Hadley at 60 to 1. Uh, kind of the teeth of this golf course are the par threes. And Chesson Hadley is a really good par three player, which I like a lot. And a sneaky good end to last uh, regular season there. Had four top tens in his last six starts to kind of sneak into the top 125 there. And a strong coastal rec- record as well. So those are my two guys. We have uh, not given much respect to the top of the board. Your Adrian Morongs, your Denny McCarthy's, your Aaron Rise, your Seamus Powers, because KP, your two outrights are 35 to 1 and 80 to 1, which is basically where we're all living here. Yeah, I figured that, you know, if we're going to. It's hard enough to pick outright, so we might as well. I might as well try to hit on something like a long shot. The Glover thing was, again, it's a little bit like the Hubbard deal of hey, playing good golf, short off the tee. This golf course could help him. He's played. Uh, no, I don't think he's played this golf course before. So I'm just going mostly off form there. And then Nick Hardy, I wanted to pick a younger guy that. 
you know, could break out, get into the masters, get into some, some uh, championships next year that is, that has been playing solid. So I went with, uh, I went with Hardy. Hardy, Glover, Hadley, Wu, Brandon Wu, Adam Shank, Robbie Shelton are the six outrights, Patrick. Uh, KP Lucas Glover has played. Uh, people forget the PGA Grand Slam was held at this course when uh, oh wow 2009 huh yeah yeah so he's got he's got some good vibes here okay great great callback <laughs> there I did have to, I you, you I would have lost a lot of money on that so congratulations <laughs> uh, all right here's what else we've got our best bets our money ball. You take an extra 50 bucks, you put it on anything that you want. Kyle, your strategy has been to double down on something on your betting board. What have you opted for this week? Yeah, I I've been I've done this all two or three times that I've that I've done the money ball. I just went with my uh finished position. So I went with Russell, Russell Knox top 20. Russell Knox top 20. If that does indeed cash, uh, it will not only push KP further into the black because he's already up 12% for his best balls this season, but uh, it would get him plus 160. Now, Patrick, you take a different style here. You are looking for, <laughs> wasn't that very generous of me to just, oh, it's like a different Thank style. You. Uh you generally go for something longer. Last week, it was Rory McIlroy to finish to be the first round leader. That was 16 to one. Oh, one shot away. This time you found something at six to one. Rick, you're just like burying me today. <laughs> Very subtly. Just throw state, me just down. State <laughs> uh, yeah. Top GB and I, uh, Callum, Kaloom, Tulum. Taron, uh, six to one. He's got Seamus Power in this. Like we talked about, the iron play is pretty poor. Russell Knox and Aaron Rye give a little bit of scare, but outside of that, you got Ari, Ari All, Harry Hall, uh, Ben Taylor, and Luke Donald. So I wanted some exposure to him. He's long. He can putt, kind of fit that Lucas Herbert mold. Uh, very boomer boom bust. Uh, he could totally miss a cut here, or he could finish inside the top 10. So uh, give me Taron at six to one. Callum Taron is the European Davis Riley in that it could be Riley Davis. It could be Taron Callum. It could, I, 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 you could, <laughs> you could say it. And if I was like halfway paying attention, I would not, you could, you could get it past me every time. Will Gordon, which if it's name, if you went by William Gordon, it could be Gordon William pretty easy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Top 40 is my best bet. So I kind of split the difference here. I generally try to find a longer or a deeper finishing position for a guy that I like, but I certainly don't think is going to win. Will Gordon and Robbie Shelton over the last 24 rounds uh, are the two best players in this field. Just pure raw strokes gain, 1.5 strokes per round for each of them. Will Gordon might be back, baby, and almost even money for him to finish inside the top 40. Why, why do you go shorter odds on the, on the best bet, on the money ball? Uh, it's a it's a big chunk, right? It's a, it's, a, it's a big chunk of our wagers that we make each week, and I would prefer something that is um, more of a sure bet. I think whatever you do, Kyle, you just have to kind of stick with it. Like if Patrick's going to do something that's six or 16 to one, he kind of has to do it every week because if he hits one, he's set yeah. for a while. But I think bouncing back and forth is probably the, the bad play here. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree with that. We should we, uh, producer Troy, we should probably take coach off here. We should just have the guys that are since coach won't won't be uh, on here. I, I think for the rest of the fall, he's doing like 19 football shows. So uh <laughs> 
we're, we, apparently Rick and I are going to have to carry Patrick, uh, but we don't need to be carrying coach as well. Also, from what I understand, Mark petitioned his way off this board. That sounds about right. Right. That sounds exactly right to me. Who signed this petition? I, uh, I think Troy did. I, I know wow. I didn't. I know I didn't for was sure. It, was it Jacob and then he the guy out of yeah, Dodge? His, his last, his last uh, act. What is that like on your last day in office? Lame, yeah, you, just a lame you, duck. You just you write the uh, what are the pardons? You pardon pardons he, everybody. Mark was, yeah. Mark was pardoned. <laughs> uh, all right. Will Gordon top 40. Callum Terran plus uh, 600 to be top G, B, and I. Russell Knox finished inside the top 20. Those are the best bets and we'll ax coach from the lists until next year. All right. We still have one more thing to talk about. We got 11 minutes to do it. So we got to hurry. It is live. Their Miami team championship is happening this week. We're going to talk about that after a quick word from our partners. The all new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H track, all wheel drive, standard third row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. And we're back. Live Golf Team Championship. Last event of the year. Here's how it works. The top four teams from the season get buys. They're into the semifinals. So it's a three day championship. The teams that have to play, uh, the higher ranked teams will choose which other team they play. And then there will be three matches, two singles matches and an alternate shot match play. That's how four golfers then play in three matches. Matches are played until a winner is determined. Then they do it all again in the semis. They do it all again in the championship. Patrick, uh, have I missed anything with that format? That sounds about right. Doesn't it? One thing which uh, I think I found about f- found out about yesterday, I'm pretty sure the captains have to play each other because the Majestics changed their captain to Ian Poulter so that he would have to play in the singles match. See, see this. OK, this is the perfect example. Liv does some stuff that's like pretty cool and pretty fun like the captains have to play against each other or that they're going to have a draft but then they screw it up what's the point of making your captains play against each other if you can just change your captain every single week yeah i don't know and and there's like two new players this week we got henny duplessis he's back with the my guy uh, my guy i love that guy (laughs) anything is possible uh yeah yeah, he's back with the south african sean norris see you later uh and then uh adrian Otegi, he's back Wrong. as well. Uh, he's with uh, Neiman's team. 
That's what, all I got. That I just wrote a preview. I just wrote a preview for Liv, so that's why I know. What is that? The Ironheads? The what's Neiman's? Do? Fireballs? Is Neiman, it Fireball? It, no, no. Neiman's Torque. I want to say. We got a. Fire, we got a. F- Fireballs like Carlos, Sergio, Chakara, uh, and Answer. Uh, by the way, speaking of Carlos Ortiz, I was going back through. Uh, for normal sport too, he played. Uh, he played sixteen and seven. I didn't remember this. He played sixteen and seventeen at Phoenix in three strokes this year on Sunday. Sixteen he made a, and seventeen. On oh eagle. Yeah, he made a one on sixteen and a two on seventeen on Sunday at the Phoenix as, Open. About as good as you can do. I I, I, I wrote in there. You, I couldn't play those holes in three strokes if you gave me a uh, 15-foot putt on each hole. <laughs> <laughs> like if, if if you just put a ball on the on the green and said, here, try to play these, hole, these, these two holes in three strokes, I don't think I could do it. Uh, the live thing, it's... I actually like what they're doing because they're taking some kind of, I don't know if risk is the right word, but they're, they're having some fun with it. And I think that's good. I need to, I've read it. I've heard Rick say it like three times. I need to just like see it so that I can see what's happening uh, to, to uh, help me understand what's going on. It just, it all feels very confusing, even though it's weird. I think we advocate for some stuff sometimes, like like this and then when when they when they do it and explain it you're like i don't know man like that's actually really complicated and so i i think i like it and i think i'm actually into it and i'll i'll be watching it but just hearing it again it it does feel a little bit complicated there is a um there's a bracket i was trying to find i don't think this is the exact one but it's close enough if troy you could add me in there um where basically here you go. Team five yeah. and team 12 are going to play team seven and team 10 are going to, or I guess, I guess they'll be able to choose, but team five gets mm-hmm. to choose then team six, team seven, and team eight. Uh, and then teams one through four get matched up. But then it's that, it's that additional format where it's two individual match play events and the alternate shot for the other two guys, which I think it's interesting. I just don't like that. You can change your captain. If they're going to make your, if, if play, if the captain's having to play each other is a thing, you shouldn't be allowed to change. I agree. The magic, the magic sticks do what they want. The magic sticks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was the the thing that's I yes uh, I don't I don't we don't have time for this tangent but um, <laughs> no we do no please please the the thing I've hated the most about the entire thing is when they non ironically were like Joaquin Neiman is now the youngest captain in live golf history. Yeah, I can't. I, I was can't like. Do that. <laughs> We, cool. we, we, yeah, we can't, we can't be doing that. That's not good. It, it's, it's, uh, they've taken on this air of like, okay, well, not, not only did we solve golf, uh, but we're also projecting like a history upon it that is fake. Like they've been around for five months and just, 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 embrace that just be like hey we're we're gonna try some stuff we're gonna figure like people would be so much more i think um open to all of that if they just weren't so arrogant about the way they present it and i think i think that like oh the youngest and it's like (laughs) 
you're you're being an idiot. Like just just <laughs> don't don't act like your league has been around for for 25 years. Uh, I also screwed this up. The chat is holding me accountable. The final round is not match play. The the championship round is stroke play. So there will be four teams remaining, 16 golfers, four times four. I can do that. And all four scores count towards the team score. So I apologize. That's that's my fault. Last night. If, that, if ahead, the four Kyle. aces, if the four aces don't win, it's going to be like that year the Mariners won 116 games and didn't win to couldn't get out of the ALCS. The Warriors were what? 73, 73 wins and didn't win at all. Did they win 73 yeah. or 72? I think three it's three, nine. three. Yeah. They, <laughs> That's absurd, by the way. 73 and nine. If you go back and look at the game logs, there's just like 27 games in a row where they just don't lose. It's disgusting. That's crazy. <laughs> That's like me and how many days I've gone without a winning bet. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> I want to do, we're, we're going to have to do a deeper dive. So I want we'll have to grade live because this is their last event, right? So everything's going to be yeah. in the books after, after this year, we don't have an official schedule for next year. We'll have to kind of grade everything that went on the pros and cons, but we do not have time for that today. So in the next, within the next three minutes, is there anything else that we need to cover for Bermuda or for live? I will say, I think they messed up the final day. If you have four teams left, just do like a morning session, four singles yeah. matches against each other, afternoon, do the same thing. Uh, going back to stroke play, I think stupid. Yeah, I agree. Are you? I, I, I want to ask, are you guys more excited about Bermuda or about, um, about Live Miami? I don't think I'll watch Live Miami. Uh, I will at least tune in to the golf. I'm, I'm candidly not particularly excited about either of them. And I love watching golf. And this is like the lowest I've been on. Like this week's a pretty low week. It, yeah, it, um, it is. I, I think I think I'd say live just because I, I loved when Doral was in the PGA Tour mix. Uh, so just seeing that golf course again. But like Rick said, uh, I've got a fun weekend ahead of me personally. So I'm probably not going to be watching a ton of golf. Oh, yeah, I got I've got I'm covering the uh, I've got Saturday, don't I? You do, yeah. I got I got a wedding. To they need my attendance. I was I was asked. <laughs> it's a good. It's it. They time that well. Uh, there there's some. Although I don't know what's going on with college football this weekend, but uh, real quick, there's a comment from Joseph Boza. Uh, you can pull this up. Uh, Producer Troy, four twenty-five. Wanted to mention this real quick. He he made a good point. The there there's I think Ryan Lavner was on this. Maybe Brent, Brentley Romine of Golf Channel. But there's a apparently a proposal that the number one player in the PGA Tour U ranking. So that's going to be like a, a sophomore, junior, maybe a senior uh, that that's playing like the best college golf. Essentially, the number one player in college golf is going to get a full PGA tour card when they, when they come out, that's a good thing. Like that is, you could talk me into that number being two, three, four, maybe five. Like I, I, I don't, the, the, the PGA tour cannot, uh, I, I think keep pushing players down onto the corn Ferry tour when live provides such an easy path for them to, become professionals. We saw this with uh, Eugenio uh, Chikara from um, from Oklahoma State, right? He comes out and makes a bunch of money, wins the Bangkok event for the fireballs. I can't believe that's a sentence <laughs> that I'm saying, but I but for him, you know, it's a, it's a 
it, it's a fairly straightforward path and the tour needs to, they need to answer the bell there and, and provide some opportunities. And so I'm glad to see that they're at least, it seems like moving, moving toward that. I agree with that. I think, uh, the one kind of pushback, not really pushback, just kind of concerning thought is like, these kids have been superstars kind of their entire lives and they're going to be propelled into the PGA tour right away where you know it might not go so swimmingly and it, it, it'll be interesting to see if once they're kind of knocked off i don't want to say pedestal or high horse but kind of given a taste of reality of how good the pj tour is if they'll be able to get back in if they do fall fall back into the corn fairy tour or something like that yeah i mean it, yes uh, norman jong would have been a, he probably would have been number one right and and that probably wouldn't have gone well based on how his sort of non-pj tour career has gone I, I think the rebuttal to that though is like, welcome to sports, you know, welcome to the, yeah. to the NFL, welcome to the NBA. You, you gotta, you gotta go and figure it out. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, that I, I hear you because I, I you don't want to just jam a 20 year old into a position that he's not ready for and ruin him. Cause that hurts your product. Right. Like the, the, that's, that's not great, but I, uh, I don't know. I think there are ways to put them in, in good positions to, uh, to succeed. So I don't know. I, I, I'm, I think I'd net out where it's a better, it's the risk is worth the reward there. Um, especially if you yeah. keep that pipeline going, but I do hear that concern. I, I think that's real. Uh, I too got slapped in the face in my first job out of college because of all those things I lied about on my resume and then had to figure out and learn on the spot. So, hey, welcome. Welcome, kids, to the PGA proficient, Tour. Proficient in Excel. Like yeah. do, you know where you, do you know where your resume is right now, Rick? <laughs> Boy, no. No clue. I, haven't, I have not thought about a resume in a long time. Me, me either. Patrick has. Patrick I got that thing on me all times. He's constantly updating it, looking for that, looking for that next next big thing. <laughs> I'll updating, it with, updating it with all the biographies that he's been reading. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, gents, absolute pleasure. We'll be back on a Sunday, hopefully. I don't know. My bold take is they might not get this Bermuda event, and I have no idea. But we'll be back on Sunday uh, to break down everything that's happened in the world of golf. Big thanks to producer Troy. Does all the hard work behind the scenes. Patrick McDonald at Amateur Status. Kyle Porter at Kyle Porter CBS. And you can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.